round of applause. Flashbacks when I was sitting over here looking at them. Thinking about when I was coming up, Mama and Grandmama, especially my grandmother, you would not miss Sunday school, you would not miss church, and you would definitely be participating in the Easter program. Yes, yes, yes. My grandmother had 35 grandchildren. Bless them, bless them. And all of us had to be out in front. Thank you, Lord. And you know what? It turned out to be a blessing. Thank you, Lord. And I thank her right now. She's going on the glory, but I still look at her picture and say thank you. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're going to go ahead on this morning here and continue with our devotional service. And we ask that you all join in with us here. Let us celebrate this Resurrection Sunday. Thank you, Lord. But it was told that he could have came down if he wanted to. Yes, Lord. Yes. But he stayed there. Yes, Lord. And made that sacrifice for you and for me. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's another day's journey and I'm glad. Lord, I'm glad.
Grace laid me down last night. Yes, it did. His mercy touched me this morning. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Gave me another opportunity. Yes, Lord. To come before him. Yes, yes. To get things right. Thank you, Lord. I am this morning is going to be 350. Come eat and love the Lord and let your joy be known. Join in a song of sweet accord and thus surround the throne. Let those refuse the same who never knew our God. Yes, Lord. But the children of the heavenly king may speak their joys of God. Yes. Come Hey, 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 hey,
most heavenly and everlasting Father. For I come once again, Father, before your throne of grace, just to say thank you. Thanking you, Father, for another day's journey. But coming before you, Father, thanking you for this Resurrection Sunday. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Your son, he still lives. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And I just want to thank you right now for that. Father. Thank you, Lord. He didn't have to do it, but he sacrificed his life for a wretch like me. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. For truly there is no greater love. No greater love. And I thank you right now. Thank you, Lord. Now, Father, we come this morning to lift up thy son, Jesus. Yes, Lord. He said that if he be lifted up, that he would draw all men. All men. So we come this morning, Father, to lift up the name of thy son, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Hoping and praying, Father, that someone would surrender their soul, Father. Yes, yes, yes. Someone would call out to you right now, Father. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Heavenly Father, we just want to say thank you. Right thank now. you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Our Father, I come asking you to move throughout this congregation. Yes, yes. I ask now, Father, that you touch each and every one, Father, with the thank you, Lord. of our Thank you, Lord. Thank you. For you know their needs, you know their desires, Father. And I ask that you move in their lives in a mighty and powerful way. Thank you, Lord. As only you can, Father. And then, Father, we want to thank you right now. As a church, Father, we want to thank you for the blessing, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank, thank you, Father, for the carpet that you put in this church, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, yes. Thank you for blessing us right now, Father. Thank you, Lord. And then, Father, we want to thank you right now for the pastor. Thank you. And his pastoral staff, Father. Thank you, Lord. We ask now, Father, that you bless him right now, Father. We ask now, Father, that you just move in his life in a mighty and powerful way, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes, That you Lord. just give him a word, Father, a word that might be able to help somebody. Somebody, on somebody, this Christian somebody. Journey, For we all right now, Father, stand in need of your help. Thank you, Lord. For we all stand in need of your guidance right now, Father. Yes, Lord. Father, we can't do nothing without you. Thank you, Lord. We need you to hold our hand. Thank you. To guide us, to lead us, Father. And the way that you will have us to go, Father. Yes, Lord. Yes. Lord, we just thank you right thank now. Thank you, Lord. Thank we ask now, Father, that you just come in, Father, and search our hearts and our minds. Yes, Lord. And if thou should find anything of sin, we ask now, Father, that you just cast it out right now, Father. Cast it out into the sea of forgiveness where it will not come back to haunt us during judgment day. Yes, Lord. Lord, we just thank you right now, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. For you have been better to us than we've been to ourselves. Thank you. Truly, you're an awesome God. You are living God. We thank you right now, Father, for your wisdom. Thank you, Lord. Your mercy, your grace. Thank you. Your goodness, your faithfulness. We just want to thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you right now, Father, for the creation. Thank you. And then, Father, when it's all said and done. Yes, Lord. Yes. We ask that you not forget about us, Father. Thank you. Thank you. But save us to seek, Father. Thank you. Save us to seek, Thank Father. you, Lord. Somewhere around your throne. Yes, Lord. Where we can just praise your holy and righteous name. Now and forever. Yes, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Thank you, Lord.
so much to thank you for. Yes, yes, yes. Lord, you brought us from a mighty, mighty long way. Yes, yes. yes. To the around all the hurt and harm and danger from yonder to here. Thank you, Lord. Oh, Lord God, we just stop by to tell you thank you. Thank you. As we come, Lord, we realize that you've been so good. Yes, you have. Lord, you've been better to us and we've been better to our own self. Yes, Lord. And Lord God, we just want to say thank you. Thank you.
days we're going to be in the presence of our Lord. This is real, saints. Amen. It's a real experience with a real God. And it's going to be a real
and returned from the sepulchre and told all those things unto the eleven and to all the rest. It was Mary Magdalene and Joanna and Mary the mother of James and other women that were with him which told these things unto the apostles. And their words seemed to them as idle tales and they believed them not. Then arose Peter and ran to the sepulchre, and stooping down, he beheld the linen clothes laid by themselves, and departed, wondering in himself as that which was come to pass. Amen. And the word of the Lord is already blessed. Amen. Amen. At this time, Pastor Clark will be coming before you for our family prayer.
So right now, in the name of Jesus, Father God, strengthen us where we are weak right now. And build us up where we're torn down. Father God, we want to do right by you. We want to walk worthy of our calling. Father God, we just ask that you give us the strength right now to do what's right by you, to make the right decisions. Take control of our minds. Transform our minds, Father God. Give us a mind that's in Christ Jesus right now. Father God, prop us up on every leaning side, Father God. Where we're weak at, we ask you put a hedge of protection around your people so that the enemy may not attack us in an area. Father God, we ask while you are protecting us that you strengthen us. Build us up, oh Father God, so we can be true warriors, so we can be soldiers in your army that you call us to be. Father God, right now, somebody's sick and frail right now, but we know that you are balm in Gilead. So right now, in the name of Jesus, we ask you, like, by your strife, allow your people to be healed. Father God, heal somebody's frail body right now. Father God, that, that thing that the doctor said is this and that. Father God, remove it right now in the name of Jesus. We know that you're more than able because we know that all sickness are not unto death. So, Father God, right now, someone need you for a financial blessing. Someone need you to make a way out of no way. So we ask, please, God, make a way out of no way. Turn the situation and circumstance around, Father God. Father God, right now, just have your way in the life of those people. The doors that have been closed for them, open it up for them, God. You said that you got, you got cattle on a thousand hills. So we ask, oh, Father God, you make a way out of no way. We ask you to continue to be a battle axe in the time of the battle. We ask you to continue to fight our battles because we know that the battle is not ours, but it's yours. Father God, so many of your people are here in the sanctuary today. We ask, oh Father God, that you give them a touch of the hem of your garment. Give them a, let them feel your spirit, oh Father God. Give them a yearning like the deer panted for the water right now in the name of Jesus. Bless every home that's under the sound of my voice, every head of household right now in the name of Jesus. Meet your people at their need. And then, Father God, as we stand corporately again, bless New Jerusalem. Father God, enlarge our territory right now. Prepare us, Father God, each of us to do the work that you have set aside for us to do. Father God, we know that it's, that it's daytime and we ought to work while it's day because night coming when no man can work. So, Father God, let us do what we're supposed to do right now. If you do these three silver things for Father God, we won't wait till the storm is over or the rain stops. Father God, give us a spirit of thankfulness in the midst of our struggle. If you do this real simple thing for us, oh, Heavenly Father, we so careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say, Amen.
come back to the sanctuary. Our sanctuary, as you can see, is, is becoming more and more beautiful every day. Amen? Amen. 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 Remember, we had a talk, what was it, a, 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 how long ago was President Morris, a month ago? Yes. Uh, about, 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 about six weeks, we said our goal was that we wanted to have this completed by, by Re Re Resurrection Sunday. And the church started giving. We are still giving towards them. We still have to give to finish keep our giving because we got a lot of work still left to do. And the deacons jumped in. We got those tiles, that tile across the floor, and and they looked at for a while. I said, you know what? We doing the giving. This is a good shop. And maybe just not, but God just looked while did He come in and He just put everything together for us, y'all. And, and it just happened. It's, it just everything just worked out so beautifully. So beautiful. The church looks so so much more beautiful. But we're not done. We're not done. This week, everything else, some more things will be done. We just need to keep paying your tithes and do your assessments, right? Amen. Amen. And you'll see the work happening around the sanctuary. We thank God for what he has done. God has blessed this ministry with giving people, with generous people when it comes to the ministry. Amen. Amen. They are blessing the church. You see all the flowers are in the church. That's, the church didn't have to do that. The people in the church did that. You see this nice robe, Pastor. You know, Pastor can't fold no robe like this. Church, people in church did that for Pastor. Y'all gonna make me look good. I'm gonna put it on, put it on. Amen. 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 I thank God for you. I thank God for you. For, for your faithful members. I said it like that because I don't want to call specific people there. They won't be happy with that. Amen. But they are generous. They just wanted to help the church. Uh, to, Day after surgery, we celebrate everyone's birthdays in the month of April, right? So make sure you go back and get some get some food. I'll make sure I bless. Uh, Reverend Lyce, don't let me forget to bless the food when I stand up to the benediction. I might be so excited after preaching, I might forget to bless the food and just dismiss you guys. But let me make sure I bless the food. Amen. Yes, Amen. It's so good to see all of you, even though some of you that are on the sick list. Uh, I'm glad to see you. Amen. Take Amen. care of yourself. Amen. Make sure you do all the things you need to do to protect yourself. I got my second booster shot this week. I'm all boosted up, y'all. And I'm loving it. They told me I had to take another one. I'll take another one. I'll do what I have to do. Because I got to keep coming in for y'all. I can't be getting sick. Amen. 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 I got to stay well. I'm doing what I can to stay well. Thomas. Amen. 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 I feel just fine. But I just want to let you know I'm up. I feel fine. But, you know. It has not bothered me, not one bit, one bit. So I encourage you to make sure you do what you have to do to keep yourselves safe. Amen? Amen. Amen. We got anybody visiting in the sanctuary with us for the first time today? <laughs> if you visit for the first time, stand on up, my sister, we can give you a personal welcome. Amen. Put your hands together for much. We're not to put you on the spot if you, if you don't mind. You don't have to tell us the church. That's not important. You can tell us your name. The reason why we want to ask your name because we, these are personal people here. They come up, they're going to greet you and glad make sure you feel welcome. Here. What's your name? My name is Sylvia Holy, and I'm a church body in Christ. Um, I was a church body in Christ. I haven't been to church in a while. Okay. But you know what? God let me here this morning. Hey. Amen. 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 Go ahead, give me a little gift bag there. No, 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 we appreciate you that you're here. And we want you to, I want you to know that it really doesn't matter. You say you're worried. That's why I say you didn't have to take me to church. I don't want you to feel because you haven't been going to church that that's, that holds something against you. It does not. Okay? We have many people who haven't been to church in a long time because of COVID. And some of you just don't come because they just don't come. 
But that's not that's not had nothing to do with God. Okay? That's what you, you got your own relationship with God. God is glad you showed up today. Okay? He was glad he don't care what you was doing. Yes, he's glad you're here today. And because you're here today, you here today, you, I, we all got prayers. God, you on good ground right now. So whenever your prayers is, we know your prayers gonna come through and God gonna work that thing out for you. So I hope that something said in this service that you feel loved enough in this place that you can tend to keep walking in faith. Hold on just a little while longer. And everything gonna be just all right, sister, okay? Amen. Put your hands here and give her a hand. Amen. Amen. I think I covered everything, but yes, ma'am. Oh, that's right, my friend. Larry Lambert. Yes. I'm so glad to see you in a long time, my brother. Amen. Yes, yes, yes. It's so good to see you. I'm good to, good to see you. I see the whole family. It's always good to see the family. Amen. 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 Brother Lambert, go way back. Way back. We used to work in, I still work in the post office. He done retired and left me there. Every time he he said, "You still there?" I said, "Yeah, I'm still here, bro. I'm still." But we go way back. He took good care of me when he was at that post office. Amen. Amen. But I'm so glad that he, him and his family is here with us. I'm so glad to see you guys in the service. Amen. The young people did an excellent job this morning. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about you guys. I want you to keep coming and don't worry. They got a lot of stuff for you to do. Sister Angela, I remember Lyle and Sister Morrison, they're going to have y'all busy. I want y'all to keep coming. We're going to have some stuff time set aside just for you to be part of the service. We don't want you to come to church and sit there. You're going to have things you have need to be doing and you will be able to be able to take a part, okay? Amen. I'm so glad that I was elected to recognize Dr. Uh, Dr. Frank Jenkins is with us. He's been coming here and that means a lot to me. It means a lot to me. Special to me, him and his uh, his wife is special to me. So I'm gonna give him a little time to say something because it's Resurrecting Sunday. Amen. Oh, now he's a, he's a he's a major homiletician for the Lord. I'm gonna give him a little time to say something and give us some words of encouragement right quick before we get going on the service. Now, as he um, before he he comes, then we do the offering after that. Amen. Amen. Come on, Doctor Jenkins. Good morning, everyone. Good morning. I want to greet you in the name of our Christ and thank the pastor for just giving me an opportunity to say a few things today. Uh, you know, I hear you calling this Resurrection Day, and I'm glad because I hate to hear it called Easter. Uh -huh. uh, Easter <coughs> is a worldly term. In fact, it's the name of a pagan goddess. And so this is Resurrection Day, and I'm happy to be able to say that. It's not about uh, rabbits and eggs and all of those things. It's about Jesus, our Christ. Yes. Just a few words. Uh, 
Look at John's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 13 to 16. I reflect on that when I think about how uh, the world and even the church sometimes uh, makes Resurrection Day a commercial thing. Uh, they do it the same way as they do uh, Halloween, uh, Easter, as they call it. It's not about that, uh, particularly this important day, as the pastor has said. In John's Gospel, chapter 2, verses 13 to 16, uh, <clears throat> John talks about how Jesus is displeased with what's going on in the house of the Lord. So he goes and he <coughs> cleanses the temple. In fact, John says he takes a whip of cord drive the people out of the uh, temple, mm -hmm. out to the colonnade. And he rebuked them uh, for making the house of God a house of merchandise. John also says something here. Uh, John chapter 10, verse 11, he says, I am the good shepherd. And then he talks about uh, another flock, uh, another group that's not of that flock. And he goes on, he talks about uh, no one takes his life from him. <laughs> he says, I have the power to lay it down. I have the power to take it up again. <laughs> that was a prophecy about resurrection day. He said he had the power to lay it down and the power to take it up. Even though the religious leaders uh, had him killed, he let them know that they were only able to do that because he allowed it to happen. Yeah. He had the power to lay it down and the power to take it up again. He did that for us. Yeah. That's why we celebrate this Resurrection Day. One more scripture in the Gospel of John, chapter 24, I mean, John chapter 12, verse 24. He talks about, unless the grain of wheat or corn falls to the ground and dies, it will be alone. He was emphasizing that he was going to uh, die and like the wheat that goes into the ground and sprouts and comes up again, he was emphasizing that he was going to Calvary, die. Yes, he died, but he's not still dead. He got up from the cross as he had predicted that he had the power to do so. And thus far, because of the cross, because of his death, and because of his resurrection, we celebrate this great day. Thankful to be here with New Jerusalem and Pastor Clark today. May God richly bless you and you continue on in His Word. Talking about confirming my message. Talking about what you say, Dr. Jacobs. 
Jesus stood there quiet the whole time they were talking all that junk until Pilate opened his mouth and said, don't you know why I'm Jesus? I got the power to take your life. Jesus said, hold up, wait a minute. I laid my life down. No man take my life. Y'all, that's, that's a big deal, y'all. He said, y'all ain't doing nothing to me. I laid down. I got, if I lay it down, I got the power. When I get to heaven, Dr. Jenkins, one of the things I want to do, Paul said, some, they, Paul said, we are looking at some things now through a misty glass. We don't understand, but we got by faith, we believe what the Bible says. But I want to know, when I get there, Lady Jenkins, God, how you are three and one, you died completely dead and brought yourself back. What? We serve a mighty God, child. There's no other demigod, no other religion that has a God that say they died. And they, their remains are still there in the tomb. Our God's the only one. There's none like him, y'all. None like him. It's offering time. The Bible said, bring your tithes from the storehouse so you can meet in my house. Said, Poop me not, child of God. Sit on open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that you cannot receive. It's mandated by the Lord that we give God back a tithe. God said that. He said he'll bless you. Not always mean with money. He'll bless you with your health. He'll bless you with, with favor. He'll bless you. Come on now. He'll work things out together for you. And then I like the other part of the scripture where allows. He said, I will rebuke the divine for your sake. I don't need nothing happening to me I'm not ready for. I don't need the devil come messing with what God got me. I, if I don't gain no ground, I don't want to lose nothing. Amen. He said, I'll rebuke him so you won't mess with the fruit of your vine. So there's a blessing in obedience, right? So we're going to give this cheerfully because we don't really build give, give grudgingly because it'll help the church's bottom line, but it won't do you any good. So give in the right spirit. We all know we got things and issues that we have to go through, but we're going to call those things a non essential We're going to walk by faith, not by sight. Amen? Amen. 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 So bring all the tithes to the storehouse. That's why you see the sanctuary of the Lord being improved because we're doing what God asks us to do. Let's bless this offering in advance. As we're about to give. Oh, Father God, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you right now for what our eyes have thus seen and our ears have thus heard. Father God, we ask you to bless your people right now they're about to give unto you. Bless them, oh, Father God. Father God, right now, let this offering be used for the betterment and upbuilding of your kingdom. And when given days are over, Father God, save us a place. Anywhere in your kingdom will be just all right with us. Return it back to your people, oh God, sevenfold. Press down, shaking together, and running over. If you do these real simple things, oh, Holy Father, we be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. And all who love the Lord say amen. 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 And amen. I give it to me.
I want you to turn your Bible to the Gospel as recorded in Mark. The gospel as recorded in Mark chapter 16. Shine a sermonic spotlight in verses 1 through 8 of Mark chapter 16. I'll read you out to the part of the King James Version. And let us pray. Heavenly Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we thank you. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the opportunity to stand before your people on such a glorious day as this. Father God, we thank you for all the sacrifice that you made for us. Father God, we don't take it lightly and we don't take it for granted. That's why we're sitting at your feet once again. Because we need a word from you. And without a word from you, what will we do? I may unable to teach, preach, or explain. We are unable to understand unless you allow your Holy Spirit to come on in and exhibit his perfect teaching, preaching ministry right now in the name of Jesus. I am nobody. I'm just an earthen vessel, Father God, that you have put the gift into. So, Father God, look beyond my faults and meet me at my need. Meet your people at their need right now. Father God, anoint every mind, air in the place. Come against Satan as he tries to snatch the word of knowledge away from your people. We realize that we perish for lack of knowledge. So anoint your word afresh. Let it go out and accomplish that which you said it would do. Touch, heal, and deliver somebody right now in the name of Jesus. And whatever is accomplished in this setting, O Heavenly Father, we'll be careful to give you all the honor, the praise, and the glory. Speak, Lord. For your people hear it. Gospel according to Mark chapter 16. <clears throat> Commencing at the first verse. And when the Sabbath was passed, Mary Magdalene and Mary of the mother of James and Solomon had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. And very early in the morning, the first day of the week, they came unto the sepulchre at the rising of the sun. And they said among themselves, Who shall roll us away the stone from the door of the sepulchre? And when they looked, they saw that the stone was rolled away. For it was very great. And entering into the sepulchre, they saw a young man sitting on the right side, clothed in a long white garment. And they were affrighted. And he said unto them, Be not affrighted. Ye seek Jesus of Nazareth, which was crucified. He is risen. He is not here. Behold the place where they had laid him. But go your way. Y'all with me? But go your way. Tell his disciples and Peter that he goeth 
before you into Galilee. There shall ye see him, as he said unto you. And they went out quickly and fled from the sepulchre, for they trembled and were amazed. Neither said they anything to any man, for they were afraid. Amen. Amen. I like to use the subject for what to speak to us today. God's anointed messengers. God's anointed messengers. If you can't put your phone on silent, shut it off. I think that's the phone. That's the baby, huh? That's the baby. Okay, don't worry about that. She'll be okay. God's anointed messengers. Amen? Amen. God's anointed messengers. Mm -hmm. You may take your seats in the presence of the Lord. God's anointed messengers. Okay. God, when he is ready to make a special announcement, what he normally does, or some earth-shattering thing, Guess what God does? He, he dispatches angels. All right. When he got ready to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, God sent an angel mm -hmm. to warn Lot that you have homesteaded Lot and a town that's about to go up in smoke. When the world was in darkness and there was a need for a forerunner, God sent an angel to Zechariah and Elizabeth to announce the birth of John the Baptist. When Jesus was born, angels, as a matter of fact, a whole choir full of them, on a still Judean hill, announced the coming of the Messiah. Jesus has been born now. He's lived a sinless life. He has died a vicarious, substitutionary death on the cross. And all Saturday, there was no word. Their hearts are broken. For the one they believe would redeem Israel, the one who himself raised the dead, is now himself dead. <clears throat> and dead with him are their hopes, their aspirations, the dreams of a better future. For they pin all their expectations on God's Messiah. And now since Friday, they have heard not a word. There's an awful silence. There's a deafening silence. There's a sinful, almost stillness. Because there is no report. There is no word. There's no news. That this Jesus who said, Jesus said it, destroyed his temple. And in three days, I will rise again. No word has come. Nobody has seen. 
Nobody's even around. His disciples are in an upper room, cowering for fear. All of his followers who enjoyed the fish and the loaves have fled in terror. It's dark. It's a brooding atmosphere. There's a pall over every assembly. But there's no word that Jesus Christ is who he says he is. People of God, sometimes in life, for the believer, there's a darkness or a heaviness. A burden that you can't put your finger on. You can't name it. You can't quite call out what it is. But there's a pall, a heaviness in the air, in the room, in the atmosphere. You know that there's something that's off-center. Something that's not right. You can't put your finger on it. But it's a brooding atmosphere that says to you, that's all is not right with the world. Saturday after Friday, the events of Friday have been heart-rending, exciting, noisy, bloody. There's been crowds. There's been shouts. There have been spears. There have been nails. There's been blood. There's been thunder. There's been thick darkness. There's been graves bursting open. There's been tumult, confusion. But then Saturday is here. But not a word. They remember a blood-soaked cross on a skull-shaped hill called Golgotha. The God, when men had done their worst, God did his best. They remember three crosses. One man dying in sin. One man dying to sin. And another man dying for sin. They hear the ground trembling. They see the sun go out in the middle of the day. They hear that centurion who was once at one time an unbeliever opens his mouth and says, Surely, surely this man was the Son of God. Mm. But now, silent Saturday, there's no word. So the women are on their way after the Sabbath with embalming spices, with perfumes to anoint properly his body for burial. On the way, they are worried. They are nervous, New Jerusalem, because they wonder who will roll the stone away. And when they get there, when they arrive at the tomb, tomb Mother Thomas, yes. the stone has already been rolled away. All right. Check this out now. Right. Watch Pastor. Not to let Jesus out, but to let the witnesses in. Because every resurrection, Dr. Jenkins, needs a witness. Every time God does a wonderful thing, there should be a witness. Every time God resurrects your hopes and my hopes, every time God brings back to life your future and my future, every time God puts his hand on our situation and brings life out of a dead issue, there ought to be a witness. All right. 
There ought to be a witness in here this morning. God delivered me from my inferior complex. Do you cook? God took my feet off the mucking miry clay. God set joy bells ringing back in my soul once again. I don't need Easter morning or resurrection morning to be a witness. Some of us are still playing church, still doing what we've been doing. We show up for Resurrection Sunday, Christmas, Mother's Day. Still on dope, still shacking up, still lying, still hateful, still spiteful, still vindictive. There should come a time in our life, y'all, right. when you get tired of that. I mean, at some point, we ought to just get tired of being sick and tired. I don't know. I don't know. Is it in your 30s when you decide? Your 40s, your 50s, or even your 70s? But at some point in our life, you ought to get tired of the same old thing and living life the same old way. There ought to be something exciting going on in your life because God has touched our dead situation. And since God has brought back to life your dead future, you show up as a witness. I need a witness here this morning who can testify. I'm not all that I should be. But thank God I'm not what I used to be. I say it again. I'm not all. We're not all we should be. But thank God we're not what we used to be. I show this morning not because it's resurrection Sunday, but I show because he is risen in my dead life. I know he's alive in my life. He's alive in me. And when they entered in, they saw a young man. Hey, you're going to think since they're backing up my theology now. It was a young man, Dr. Jenkins, sitting inside there. They saw him. He was one of God's anointed messengers. With the resurrection message, clothed in white. And they were afraid. And he said to them, do not be afraid. That's the first message of this resurrection morning, y'all. Do not be afraid. Peace, peace. God is not angry with us anymore. Be at peace. There's no longer enmity between us and the Father anymore. He sent Jesus to bring peace back into our life. You don't have to be scared any longer. Don't be afraid anymore, church. Face your future with confidence. Face your tomorrow with a stout heart because he has sent Jesus to be a propitiation for us. Jesus came as satisfaction for our sin death. All right. Jesus has come to expedite our sins. Jesus came not as the priest did in the Old Testament. Walk me now through the book. He did not come as the old priest, the priest did in the Old Testament to cover our sins. Jesus came to wash our sins away. So now we can boldly now to come before the throne of grace. Where mercy can be found. You have grace in the time of need because Christ is risen from the dead. And because God raised him from the dead, every true believer has real peace. The man in the tomb said, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid, man. You got some peace. Now understand me, brothers and sisters. I'm not talking about happiness. You have to be really shallow to always want to be happy. You have to be a real, real faith to always need some stimuli to make you happy. You should have lived long enough 
long enough to know that every situation that comes in will not bring us happiness. You will not be happy over breast cancer. You won't be happy that your son is on drugs. You won't be happy that your child is in jail. But you can sleep at night having peace, knowing that God has come to settle you down. Y'all hear me? God has come to settle us down in the middle of a bad situation. And to give us peace that surpasses what? All, help me preaching now, all understanding. Anybody here got some real peace? Everything's not right in your family, but you still got some peace. Everything's not right with your finances, but you still got some peace. Because you don't know how you don't know when. Ooh, you don't know how the peace that you have surpasses all understanding. You have an assurance by knowing God will work it out. Yes, he will. God will solve that situation. God will straighten out what's crooked in our life. He will let you sleep at night. Listen, when you have the kind of peace, people will look at you knowing that what we're going through, wondering why we're not in somebody's asylum, insane asylum. Because they know what we're going through. But we act like ain't nothing wrong. Peace that surpasses all understanding. Because of all of us, and all of who you are, and all that makes you what you are is not wrapped up in what you have. Because if you took away everything I have, there's something on the inside of me that money can't buy. Right. Are y'all hearing what I'm saying to you? Yes, you got to grow up into that one. You got to know that you don't need stuff and things and people. First of all, I told you, get delivered from people. If we got Jesus... If I got Jesus, that Jesus, I can get another house. If I got Jesus, I can get another car. If I got Jesus, I can get another friend. And if I don't have a friend in the world, I got a friend who sticks closer than a brother. So I'm letting somebody in the day know who's nervous about your future. God's anointed messenger told me to tell you, peace, don't be afraid. That's the first message. Peace, don't be afraid. You know the strong Christians. Notice people believe in prayer. You watch people shout and carry on because they got a history with God. Yes. Did I just say something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We ought to learn to have a flashback party. When it don't look right, Mother Thomas, have a flashback party. Don't look at what you see. Remember when you did. We need to know how to trust God when we can't trace God. Come on now. We're in the last and evil day. Satan is turning up his game, his captive game. In the last days, the Bible says, the elect of God will be deceived. That means those who know word will be fooled. So you got to walk close to God. Don't take it for granted that you got something word in you. Because guess what? Devil know just as much Bible as you do. Matter of fact, the Bible tells me, Dr. Jesus, the demons in hell tremble at the name of Jesus. But we play with the name. There's something on the inside that no dress, no suit, no purse, no bag, no money, no shoes, no car, no house. You take all that stuff away, all I need is Jesus. And if we got Jesus, we can get everything else. 
I let somebody here today who's nervous about your future. God's Lord and message told me to tell you, be strong in the Lord and in the yes. power yes. of his mind. Yes. You will notice that people who praise God, even though they're going through something, they do not let what they're going through shake their confidence in God. Amen. We should be at a point at this point again, ain't no real new Christians up in here, up in here. We should not, our confidence should not be shaken by what is going on. When stuff, hell break loose in your life, now you ought to be looking for what God up to. Because there ain't nothing happening to a child of God by coincidence. My steps, the Bible tells me, are ordered by the Lord. If my steps are ordered by the Lord, nothing has happened that he didn't want to happen. And no, God is not to offer us any evil, but he will take what the enemy brings to me, Deacon Brother Hudson, and he will push, the, allow it to push me where I need to get to come better in here. I'm too grown up in God now to let the light stop. Paul said, you're going through a light affliction. He's driven without power. Oh, y'all can see, I ain't done yet. I'm almost done, though. Y'all gonna get this day when I'm finished. Y'all gonna see what I'm talking about. Hey. Talk to Lord. We ought to know that God is going to work it out. If God doesn't fix the situation, he will fix me in the situation. If God does not take me out of the situation, there's something he wants me to learn that I have not gotten yet. So guess what I told you? Stop praying for God to get you out of stuff. That's like telling God, I don't I want to quit taking me out of the class. No, I don't want you to take me out of the class, God, because I'm too old to be going through the same class over and over again. I want to stay in the class. I'm going to stop whining. I'm going to pray God strengthen my back, my spiritual spine, so I can go through this class and learn what he got me to Because I don't... When Jesus was on the boat with the disciples, and they was rowing, and they, they went out and woke, woke up Jesus. Master, Master, carest not that we perish? Jesus woke up and said, hey, where's your faith? Want me, put, want me, want me translate for you, dude? He said, do I got to give y'all this class again? Do I to give y'all this class again? Y'all was in the boat one time and the storm was there. And I came walking through the water. Why would you be worried about the storm if Jesus is in the boat? Can the storm drown Jesus? No. As long as I stay with Jesus, I will have peace. Because his word said, I will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on me. The Lord is my light, my salvation, y'all. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemies and my foes, came up to me to eat up my flesh, just before they got to me, Dr. Jenkins, they stumbled and they fell. The whole should encamp, I'm in the book. The whole should encamp against me in this world I be confident. One thing I have desired of the Lord that I will seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. Here it is, here it is, right here. For in the time of trouble. This ain't fancy, this is pure scripture. In the time of trouble, he shall. 
shout. With my enemies looking at me, he shout. With people hoping that I fall, he shout. Hide me. That's peace. But the anointed messenger told me to give y'all another word. You know, you got peace, right? He said, tell them about power. Be not afraid. That's peace. He is risen. And he wouldn't be able to, you wouldn't be able to shout if all that was in your life was Good Friday. All right. There would be no need for us to get up and get in here this morning if it all was Good Friday. If it all, all it was was crucifixion, we would be among all men most miserable. But hallelujah, Friday is past. Saturday is silent. But hello, Sunday is coming. All right. And no matter how dark our Fridays are, no matter how quiet and silent and still your Saturday will be, if you can just hold out just a little while longer, Sunday morning is coming. Yes, yes, yes. Are y'all feeling me? Oh, yeah. And when Sunday morning comes, the good news is he is risen. The reason we're not quiet in worship and we are not liturgical like some faith and ritualistic in our worship, Mother Tongue, is because we don't serve a dead Jesus. Amen. He's not on a crucifix. Watch me now. He's still not hanging on a cross. I don't go in the jewelry store and buy no cross with Jesus hanging on it. He ain't on the cross no more. He's risen. And that is called for celebration. He's risen. That's power. That's the power right there. He is risen. You remember, watch me, Dr. Jenkins, when he stood in front of Pilate. I told you it was in my message, Dr. Jenkins. And Pilate asked him, what is the truth? I need a few Bible readers there. And then Pilate started talking about who he was. And what he had the power to do. He said, don't you know that I have the power to take your life? Yeah. And throughout the entire trial, Jesus kept his mouth closed. Yeah, well, well. When Pilate opened his mouth and said, I have the power to take your life. Yeah. Jesus spoke and he said, no man take my life. all the time. I, I mean, I might not feel good, but I get my swagger back. Like, what you say? I'm here, I'm going through this hell now because you want, because I, I chose to do this. No man take my life. I lay it down. Watch the power now. And if I lay it down, I have the power to take it up again. I want somebody here to help thank God for the power. Thank God for dunamis. It's called in the Bible dunamis, explosive, dynamite power. That's what God had. Jesus said, I can do whatever I want to do. I can, Jesus said, I can make a bad man a good man. I can make a drug addict a preacher. I can make an alcoholic a deacon. I can make a homeowner a president. I have the power, Jesus said. You are here this morning. You walk up this morning because I got all the power. The older I get y'all, the more I depend on that power. Because I'm not good by myself. I'm by myself or in bad, I'm in bad company when I'm by myself. There's no good thing in me that God should use me to preach his word. 
but I have this treasure in an earthen vessel that the excellence, the power may be of God and not Warren Clark. And when you realize that the only reason you're here this morning is because God woke you up, that's the only reason you're here right now. If you think your alarm clock woke you up or someone called you on the phone, you the devil is alive. You didn't, he didn't have to let you hear it. Think about it, y'all. He didn't have to let you hear Then you will learn to celebrate. The only reason you got to worship this morning is because God let you live by his power. It is the Lord's mercy that we are not consumed, the Bible said. And those mercies are new every morning. Great is the Lord's faithfulness. Even when I've been unfaithful, God is still faithful. Great is his faithfulness. Well, even when I disappoint God, his power which is resident in my life, listen to me, his power which is resident in each one of our lives has made us a witness. That should be enough. That should be enough. But the message is to say, Pastor, I got another word for him. That takes the message a bit farther. He said, be not afraid, that's your peace. He said, that is power, that, risk, that he's risen, that's the power. But guess what? Because of the power, he said, we got potential. Potential. That don't make sense to you right now, but give me a minute to unpack the text. And you'll see just what I'm talking about. Go ahead. When he was in Bethany, he couldn't be in Galilee. Walk with Pastor. When Jesus pre-resurrection was in Bethany, he could not be in Galilee. Because he was limited in time and space pre-resurrection. Uh -huh. But now, post-resurrection, meaning after, he is not here because he is risen. Y'all with me? He is risen because he has power. And the reason he is not here is he is risen because he has power. And the evidence of his power is that he's not here because he is not here because he got power. Y'all with me now? But because he is not here doesn't mean he's not just not here. It's a reason he's not here. He's not being here does not mean he's not anywhere. Y'all with me? He's just not here. He is risen. Come see the place where the Lord was laid. Now that has potential. You go to work. For me and you. Because the last time they saw you and I, what they saw was a drunk. What they saw was someone that was broke. Someone that was sick. Had their head hung down was abused and broken. That's what they saw before Jesus came into our his resurrected power came into our life. Abused and misused we were. Tore from the flow up. That's what we were. That's where we were. But once you meet Jesus, the potential is he's not here. Y'all hear me? He's not in the crack house no more. He's not on the street begging no more. She's, she's not a woman with five children and no, no, no husband no more and that's having everybody's baby. No, she's not put down anymore. She's not abused anymore. 
Come see the place where they had the Lord laid. Because Jesus has a peculiar habit, y'all. Just picking you up from where you are used to be because he sees a potential in you that nobody else sees. I'm going to come back to that in a moment and talk about Peter. Jesus takes steps. Something, he sees something in us. People want to judge us and hold us to what we used to be. They always want to remind us of what we used to do. They'll bring up our past on us in a minute. Oh, you shout like you, you, you so holy. But they don't like to bring up what we used to do. That, that's where I used to lay. I'm not there anymore. Come, yeah, you can go look at the place where they had me laid before. But the power of God has rolled the stone away from my life. Y'all hear me? I think differently than I used to think. What drove me don't drive me no more. I drive it. Y'all feel it? You can't hang stuff around my neck. When I meet Jesus, he brings me peace. He gives me his power. And then he starts working his potential on my life. That means there's possibilities that I would have never had before. Now I now have. Because guess what? I'm hooked it up with his resurrecting power. Because of resurrecting power, Warren Clark used to come. But the place that Warren Clark used to come from, he don't come from there no more. Every now and again, you might still look like I fell back, but bet your bottom down. We fall down, but we get up. No one before pre-resurrection, no one would come to your rescue. No one would help or appreciate you for what you know and what you can do. Jesus found you. Jesus laid his hands on you. And now you are no longer where you used to be. You got peace, power, potential. I got one more that I'm out your way. Promise. Yeah? We got promise. Salome, Mary Magdalene went to the sepulchre. And the man said, Go tell his disciples that he will meet you in Galilee. Like he said. Y'all yeah. with me? Yeah. That means that he made a promise, he can keep the promise. You may not think it. it I know Friday was bad. Yeah. I know all Saturday you ain't heard nothing. But it's Sunday morning now. Yeah. Don't feel bad because you disappointed God. I told you I was going to tell you about Peter. When Jesus said that, they were going to crucify him. Peter said, Lord, if you die, I'm going to die with you. Do not sound like any of us. Lord, if you get me on this high that I'm on right now, if you get me out of this drunkenness that I feel right now, if you just get me out of this mess I got myself, I ain't doing this no more. Yeah. Until we get out of it. Can I get a witness up here? <laughs> Don't be scared. Don't be shamed. Testify, y'all. I'm not going to 
do it no more. I'm not going to do that no more, Reverend Lies. But guess what? We go right back, and God knows we won't do it again. Yes. But God shows us how he did Peter and the disciples that he said, you belong to me. I died for you. Y'all ain't hearing me. This is good news right here. When he tells, when the, when the messenger tells Magdalene and Salome at the grave, said, tell Peter and the disciples. I'm glad she didn't say just, he didn't say just disciples. Because they would have left Peter out. Or Peter might have thought Jesus wasn't interested in him. He said, tell the disciples and Peter. Jesus is going to meet them in Galilee. <laughs> What's that saying to me? He said, I don't care how bad you mess up. I didn't go to the cross and die just for a joke. He said, I died for your sins today and tomorrow, yesterday, today, and tomorrow. I give you new mercies each and every day. Don't you let the devil make you think that you can't bring yourself back into the sanctuary. You ought not stay down. If you're down, you don't got to stay down because he's risen. We don't serve a dead God. He know what you're going through. The thing about it is, like I said last night, God got away. What I like about God, he's just not a God that lords over me and directs me and gives me commands. When I'm in my mess, he don't just say, well, you in something again? Are you going through this or the world around it? What he does, Dr. Jenkins, he steps in it with me. He steps in my stuff with me. He may not always stop the storm, Mother Thomas, but he, Jesus knows how to get in the mess with you. <clears throat> it's a beautiful thing. God's anointed messages. Remember peace, power, potential, and promise. All those things come into play because he's risen from the dead. Stand to your feet.
and preach to the children of the people of God in this area of Midian. The church is holy, goes hospital, people are sick, people are able to come and get well. The Jerusalem is a place where the worship is passionate and the word of God is powerful. So if you just give your life, live your life, you dedicate your life to God, and come on down the aisle and join us. Is there one today? Christian experience, and he wanted to join this flock in this part of the vineyard for the Lord. Give God a hand. I'm happy that you, I'm, ha I'm happy when I see any child of God come back, come to the Lord, come to the Lord and join up with a, uh, a congregation. But I'm extra happy when I see a man come and join up with God. Amen. 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 That's a blessing from Houston. That's, that's a blessing from pastor and the congregation a lot. You know, I, I, I hear you hear Christian friends as pastor of this church. The power invested in me, I accept, accept you on the Christian experience and ask and tell you to take your place with the people of God. Amen? Take your place with the people of God. Uh, together we can walk down the King's Highway. Amen? You, I, I'm always available. I'm never not available. You need a, this pastor, you need a point to find me. Just call me up, wake me up. But well, I don't never sleep, so you can just call me. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, that's true. You can call me anytime you got access to me. My number's on the back of your program. That's my cell phone number. Just call Pastor. The pastor talk with you. Amen? Amen. Amen. I love you. Amen. Put your hands together. Give God a hand. But if you can just come and uh, shake uh, Brother Houston's hand. Amen. 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 Amen.
We thank God. God said he would add to the church if the church needed. We thank God for continuing to do that for us. Amen? Amen. 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 We just need to stay faithful on what we're doing. Amen? Amen. Faithful on what we're doing. Uh, you keep the love going, the real stuff. Reverend Lyles. Amen. Just walk the air, shake Dr. James' hand too. Amen. I appreciate it, Dr. James. Bless you, brother. Amen. Amen. Make sure she can give her the information. You got to make sure you get her the information. Amen. All right. Amen. 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 Okay, if all hearts and minds are, all hearts and minds are ready, we're ready to go. We're going to bless the food before I get the, um, amen. Amen. Bless you. Father God, and as we partake together, let us come closer together as a body. May the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and the love of God and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with us both now and forevermore. And let the church say, Amen.